Welcome back to Till Death Do Us podcast, a podcast about marriage, murder, with the Murrays. I'm Michelle Murray. And I'm Matt Murray. And yeah, as you can tell, we decided that we weren't going to do the second half midweek. <laughs> um, and we're just doing it as a regular episode. <laughs> yeah. Having kids and lives and responsibilities makes it really hard to get this done twice in one week. Yeah. It's just, like, impossible. Yeah, and we've talked before about, like, our our very opposite schedules, so. Yeah. But so, yeah, so this is going to be part two of the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. How was, how was your week this past week? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. We went kayaking. We went kayaking again. Yeah, on Saturday. It was so much fun. Well, like, again, not really again. Okay, fine, but I said last episode that, like, we're now people who kayak. Right. <laughs> like, we went for, like, a test kayak before. I still counted it. It was like a five-minute trip. It was great. On somebody else's <laughs> kayak. But we rented kayaks at a local pond for like two hours. I think we actually spent like an hour and a half roughly kayaking. But yeah, it's a hell of a workout, but it's like I want a kayak now. Like yeah. I want to buy a kayak for yeah. sure, 100%. I think we would have gone a little longer, but um, Gap has like time anxiety and yeah. he like was afraid we weren't going to get back in time which like i wonder I where he gets I that don't from. know where yeah i don't know where he could get that crazy <laughs> wow but yeah no we we really enjoyed it and uh it was good to like get outside and do something on a weekend even though it was hot yeah and but it wasn't like it wasn't hot on the lake no i mean that's the thing is like i think that's the thing about like exercising around water right mm-hmm. is i mean there's always the water that you yeah. can hang out in. It cools you off. Yeah. Yeah. I wore shorts for the first time in like 10 years. My legs are still pale. I don't understand <laughs> how they didn't absorb any of that maybe sun. They, maybe there's like, because you, you've you worn pants there's for a, 10 years, a pants shield. you have a pants shield mm-hmm. and the sun is just going to have to slowly penetrate through your pants shield. It's possible. Yeah. We'll see in another 10 years when I wear shorts again. <laughs> I'm sure we'll go kayaking before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus you didn't even, I don't know, you were fine with it. Yeah. You had a good time. I did. It was a blast. It was. Yeah. So yeah, that's what happened last week. That's yeah. really it. Nothing else exciting happened. No. Nope. Work is still work. COVID is still COVID. <sighs> All the other fun things. We had steak twice in one week. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, if you wanted a glimpse inside married yeah, life, that's our life. That's what it is. <laughs> we treat ourselves to steak. <laughs> no, but that kind of stuff is—it's important. It is. You know, it and we—we we, we had, you know, not—we'd been trying really hard to budget better for groceries and all that mm. kind of stuff, and eat what we have because we got into that bad habit of, unfortunately not eating a lot of what we had right it was terrible right and we both felt awful and so we we're both like fuck that we're not gonna do that anymore yeah and part of that was not buying steak and just eating things that we had i just have a terrible habit it was of- a simple like a simple little change right in our finances i feel like made a huge well i mean this month anyways is good anyway a extra yeah but we had done month. It, we had done it before that yeah but yeah like a little there you go tweak. there's a marriage tip right <laughs> 
just like, budget together guys Budget together yeah it doesn't even need to like we're not great budgeters at all but mm-hmm. like we know how to tweak things yeah so that we can save a little bit more money yeah yeah that's it really just steak just don't get we steak. were spending a lot of money on steak <laughs> well it's not just steak it's just eating what we have right you know we yeah. fell into that trap of i don't know i feel like we were going to the grocery store way too much yeah and uh i have a bad habit of buying things that we don't need when oh i go God, to the grocery so store i'm the worst shopping. i can't go alone i'm not allowed it's not it's not allowed you're I'm, like these reese's puffs look cool i'm gonna get them these bagel english muffins look cool <laughs> those bagel english muffins are the most delicious breakfast fucking carb i've ever had in my whole life <laughs> you don't even understand you don't know they're the perfect mixture of bagel and English muffin, right? Because they have all... Why are you telling me this when I can't eat it? I know, but I'm telling the people. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay? They need to understand that there is a very important new entry into the breakfast bread <laughs> category. And it's these fucking bagels that have nooks and crannies. And it's the best of both worlds. You have, like, the stability and the structural integrity... <laughs> Of a bagel, and then you have the delicious nooks and crannies of an English muffin. That sounds really good. It's they amazing. Do. They look good. It's so good, yeah. and they're pre-cut. Like, what? Do you, we can't even ask for anything more. Wow. There's no more that you can ask for. There's zero things. It's pre-cut. You don't have to deal with any of the mess anywhere. It has the nooks and crannies, and it has a shiny, delicious bagel shell. It's amazing. Thomas's should endorse us. Did we get an ad? I yeah, didn't know I don't know. About. I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, those things are great and everybody should try them. <laughs> but you come home with random shit from the grocery store. All the time. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. That's another tip. Food shop together. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> like I said last episode, um, I'm really running short, running short on those. So I think we might need to come up with um, a new segment for the beginning of our episodes and yeah. if you have any ideas we are open to them sure if you will enjoy just hearing about our week that's cool like i mean i think we we're can always, do that we're always gonna do that anyway <laughs> yeah um but yeah yeah we'll take any suggestions yeah mm-hmm. we'll start maybe reaching out again seeing if anybody has anything but yeah i'm sure we can figure something out yeah or we'll just naturally roll into apparently a marriage tip. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to bring it down? A notch? Mm-hmm. Several? Just one? Um, It's a couple. All right. Yeah. I'm prepping myself. So. Again. What? It's a trigger warning again. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, this episode does contain sexual assault and rape and... Um, if you're not interested in hearing that, well, nobody wants to hear it, but right. you know, if it's triggering for you, skip this episode, skip. Yep. you know, we'll see you next week. We love you. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. We appreciate you and, uh, like totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you remember from last week? A lot. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Tell me. Uh, so this guy was the East area rapist. And he would go around into people's houses and, like, find women and rape them, but also, like, 
move random shit around mm-hmm. in their house and like eat and drink and shit. Yeah. Uh, which was really weird. And then he got he got caught by a police officer doing the Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> which I still can't get out of my mind. Uh, and I think that's kind of close to where we had ended, where yeah. he, he had kind of scurried off uh, after being caught by the cops. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty pretty good. Um, so, yeah, so I introduced, you know, who he was, where he was from, right. all that jazz. Um, and then... There was also many crimes where he was the Vesalia ransacker. The Vesalia ransacker. Before right. he escalated to the East Area Rapist. Right, and so that was just him going in and burglarizing people. Exactly. And moving all the shit around as well. Yeah, exactly. And then um, the East Area Rapist, he was um, breaking into homes and raping single women. Yeah, what an asshole. Mm-hmm. All right, so we left off with him having committed a crazy amount of home invasions and rapes on single women all over East Sacramento. So the newspapers are out there printing the details of all of these heinous crimes on all of these single women, 15 known attacks, and then a Northern California article notes that there was never a man home during the attacks. So obviously, that just pisses Joseph off because they're basically insinuating that he's weak and he pretty much um, takes this as a challenge. Do you think that they did that on purpose or do you think it was just like happenstance that... That, that like that they um, stumbled upon that evidence I, not evidence or like they they connected those dots yeah no i honestly think that they were just trying to be like hey be careful like if you're a single woman yeah and be like if you know if you have a partner it's okay like you don't need to freak out like, i know you're gonna what, be fine was it the the zodiac zodiac uh, was couples no but um i'm trying to think there was there's a killer where the newspaper was used to, like, bait him, almost. To, like, cha- literally, like, challenge him. Um, well, BTK maybe the maybe newspapers... It, it was BTK, I think, that I'm Spoke a lot, of. like, they spoke a lot through the newspapers. Oh, boy, Dennis Rader. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That seems like something that they could do. Maybe it's a little early for that uh, kind of psychology. Yeah, no, I think that they were literally just trying to make... Some of the women feel better. Yeah. And, or, or, and or the just ones who are be alone aware, to be, be like, be aware. hey, be Maybe with be, somebody else. Yeah or, yeah. or just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, exactly. So in response to this, attack number 16, he begins to target couples. The entire community and all of the surrounding areas were on high alert. Businesses couldn't seem to keep guns and locks in stock. Somehow, though, he was always able to come around on that one night where a person forgets to take those extra safety precautions, like shoving a two-by-four in the frame of a sliding doorway. Mm. He never once fought fair. He would enter homes in the middle of the night and startle the couple awake by shining a flashlight in their face. Um, In a lot of the attacks, too, they think that he entered the homes, like, earlier in the day. when stayed? No, like... um, he would break in through a window when, like, they were at work or something, and then um, he would unlock a sliding door, mm. so then he could get in easier later on. But they wouldn't think anything of it. Right, because last time they checked, it was locked, right. you know? So, one man says he was awoken by him tapping on his feet while he slept. He would have found or brought shoelaces that he would give to the woman and force her to tie up her partner. He would then tie her up and go back to tie the man tighter. He would shove pieces of torn up bedding or some kind of fabric into their mouths to stifle their screams. Mm-hmm. He would take the women and bring them into the living room where he would often turn on the TV, 
turn off the sound and put a towel over the TV so that it would cast the right amount of light. It's fucking weird. I know. That's really specific. Mm Mm-hmm. He would go back to the bedroom where the man was still tied up and he would bring dishes and teacups and stick them, like stack them on the man's back as sort of a makeshift alarm system. So if he moved, yeah, they would make noise. Yeah. That's like oddly intelligent. Yeah. So there's actually a Criminal Minds episode inspired by this. And like, I just like, I vividly remember watching that episode and being like, holy shit. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. All the while, he is whisper-growling at the couple that he's going to kill them if they don't cooperate, or that he'll cut off their ears or their fingers. He would then go rape the woman, often coming back every so often to check on the man and reminding him that if he moved, he would kill him. After raping the woman, he would often spiral down in an emotional fit where he would cry hysterically for his mother. It was clear that the sex wasn't what was doing it for this guy. It was the fear that he made in people. Right. He would leave them tied up for hours while he hung out around their house, eating their food and pretending that he was gone, just so they could finally feel that the horror was over, and then he would pop out again. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hours. They would just be waiting, and then finally move. And he would fucking... And he would be like, I'm still here. Don't go anywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's crazy. Again, it is believed that he did some serious research on the victims he chose. Many of his victims had ties to the military or medical field, and they don't find that that's, like, just a coincidence. Hmm. Investigator Paul Holes said that he thinks that it was the man that was the intended target. The first male victim, who recently came forward to tell his story after Joseph D'Angelo was arrested, says that in between raping his girlfriend when he would come back into the room to check on him, each time putting the handgun to his head, the last time he came in, he whispered in his ear, I'm going to party with Sharon. Sharon was the victim's mom, who lived only a few blocks away. Oh, fuck. So, like, obviously... Yeah, he knew He, he knew, knew who them, he was. Like, intimate details about their lives. Yeah. Although we've since learned now that Joseph has been identified... Since he's been identified that Sharon is also the name of his wife. But, like... It was just coincidental? Just, yeah. I think this little tidbit indicates that he knew who they were and that he had definitely done his research. In November of 1976, they held the first of a series of town meetings in response to the attacks. At the meetings, Detective Richard Shelby was berated by a local for having not apprehended the perpetrator yet. He claims that if he was ever personally attacked, that he would not allow himself and his wife to be victimized, and that he would apprehend or even kill the assailant. Several several months later, this man was proven wrong. Well, yeah. And him and his I wife mean, that's were attacked. Literally, like a direct challenge. Uh huh. Like, do you think he was sitting in the town hall meeting? He was. Yeah. It was clear that the person committing these crimes was one of their own, and that he was able to be so camouflaged that he could attend a town meeting and no one would suspect a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. On December eleventh, nineteen seventy-seven. The newspaper publisher, the Sacramento Bee, along with the mayor and the television studio for KVIE 6, received a poem by a person claiming to be the East Area Rapist. It reads, All those mortals surviving birth, upon facing maturity, take inventory of their worth. To prevailing society, choosing values becomes a task. One self must seek satisfaction. The selected route will unmask. Character when plans take action, accepting some work to perform, 
At fixed pay but promises for more is a recognized social norm. Hmm. As is decorum seeking lore, achieving while other lifting, should be cause for deserving fame, leisure tempts excitement seeking. What's right and expected seems tame. Jesse James has been seen by all, and Son of Sam has an author. Others now feel temptations call, Sacramento should make an offer. To make a movie of my life, they will pay for planned exile. Just now I'd like to add the wife of a mafia lord to my file. Your East Area rapist and deserving pest. See you in the press or on TV. Wow. That's really smug. Right? <clears throat> he says a lot of things. Right? I can't make sense of any of it. Uh, It's weird because he talks about, like, not... It sounded at one point like he was talking about not making enough pay for the work he was doing. And then also not having enough leisure time for the leisure stuff that he was doing. And then also that he, he wanted to make sure that when they make a movie of his life, that part of it was him killing like a mafia wife. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Rantings of a crazy man. For yeah. Sure. I mean, because he was definitely getting notoriety. Right. Like. Well, clearly. I mean, like they literally had a communal meeting about. Right. It, and it was all over the place. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't know. That's some crazy shit. On the evening of February 2nd... This is ni- not the poem anymore. No. Yeah, okay. On the evening of February 2nd, 1978, his... Why are you laughing? I don't know. That wasn't serious, but it sounded serious. <laughs> On the evening of February 2nd, <laughs> 1978, his crimes once again turned deadly. Just like that of Claude Snelling, it is believed that these murders were unintentional and only took place because there was a possibility that he would be identified. Mm. A young couple, Brian and Katie Majori, I think is how you pronounce it, were out walking their poodle thumper in the Rancho Cordova area where five previous East Area rapist attacks had taken place. It is unclear exactly what happened, but it seems that Thumper got free from his leash somehow and ran into a backyard nearby. Brian and Katie obviously ran after the dog, and it is presumed that they ran into Joseph D'Angelo hiding in a backyard while on the prowl for his next home to hit. Oh, shit. Around 9 p.m., a 10-year-old boy heard terrifying screams from outside, and when he looked out, he saw a masked man brandishing a handgun and quickly pursuing the couple. The gunman fired many shots, and two ultimately hit and killed Brian. He continued after Katie until they came upon a neighboring fence. He fatally shot her in the head and hopped the fence, fleeing the scene. Wow. It is highly debated if this attack was even the East Area Rapist, but based on eyewitness reports and a single shoelace found near the bodies, which they have assumed fell out of his pocket, it is believed by law enforcement that it was in fact him. All in all, the East Area Rapist committed 50 rapes in a span of three years. Those are just the ones that have been reported. Considering the stigma on rape, especially with a man involved, it is unknown if there have been more attacks that were unreported. Right. I can't imagine. Like, especially in the 70s, like, the male ego. Oh, yeah. I I am sure that there were more, that, that he didn't want to come forward. They didn't want to come forward. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Uh, it was. I mean, it sounded like he was like a prolific. Uh, it, it, that's a shitty word to use, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. Just that he was all over the place and that he had such a well-thought-out system of being able to break into uh, people's houses that, like, I, I would totally assume that there are a ton that went unreported because just 
nobody saw him or again it was just the you know the male ego right yeah they didn't want to go forward right imagine being like i failed to protect my wife right that's yeah i feel for them i do yeah that sucks i would feel terrible in the summer of 1979 it would seem as if the east area rapist just disappeared attacks abruptly came to a stop It is now known that Joseph D'Angelo had moved to Southern California and his crimes were escalating. On December 30, 1979, 44-year-old Robert Offerman and 35-year-old Deborah Manning were found shot dead in Offerman's condo in Goleta. Robert's bindings were untied and it seems as if he may have tried to defend himself. The neighbors had heard the gunshots and immediately notified police. March 13, 1980, 33-year-old Charlene Smith and 43-year-old Lyman Smith were found dead in their home in Ventura. Not wanting to alarm any neighbors this time, he bludgeoned the couple to death. Their wrists and ankles were bound with drapery cord, and an unusual Chinese diamond knot was used. The murderer was briefly named in the media the Diamond Knot Killer. Hmm. August 19, 1980, 24-year-old Keith Harrington... That only happened once, the Diamond Knot? Well, so this is in Southern California. He moved. No, I know. But like, so the diamond knot thing, was that like a one-off thing? Or he did that the whole time he was in South, South California? Well, you got to listen All right, fine. to my story. Well, because it just seems like hyperbolic for the news media to name him right off the bat. Just be like, he's a diamond knot killer. Yeah, that's just true. Fucking settle down, people. He's just a, you don't know. <laughs> fucking calm You down. don't know him? Yeah, you don't know. God. Joseph D'Angelo. <laughs> August 19, 1980, 24-year-old Keith Harrington and his wife, 27-year-old Patrice, were found in their home, also bludgeoned to death. This time, there was evidence that they were bound, but the ties had been removed, and the killer took them with him. He must not have liked the name the Diamond Knot Killer. (laughs) Literally wrote that in my notes. (laughs) The name didn't last long, and he became known as the original Night Stalker. It seems as if the murders were much more spread out than when he would just rape. Why? What was that face? I don't know. Like, is there a, another Night Stalker? Yeah, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, but like, what? What? At what time period was that? Oh, I don't even know. So I think that. I think that what happened was Richard Ramirez was the Night Stalker, and right. that was um, late eighties, I believe. Sure. And when all of these crimes were connected. Oh, so this didn't happen till later. Yeah. All of this took a long time to be connected. Right. So, like, these these crimes were all singular um, until later. No, I think they knew, like, I think they believed that they were together. They just didn't have a name for Because them. of the M.O. Right. Yeah, because it seemed like he had a pretty clear-cut idea of, of who he was going after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. February 6th, 1981, 28-year-old Manuela Withan was found in her home in Irvine, bludgeoned to death. Manuela was married, but at the time her husband was currently in the hospital, which the attacker was probably unaware of at the time, considering his usual M.O. of attacking couples. Right. Again, there was evidence that she was tied up, but the ties were not found at the scene. In an effort to make the murder seem like a robbery gone wrong, her TV was brought and left in the backyard. Like he carried her TV in the backyard. I wonder if, like, the whole thing with the husband not being home was so... Yeah, he was like, shit. Threw threw him the fuck off. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, not me. <laughs> I don't I want... Didn't, I didn't do this. <laughs> he didn't want credit for that one. On July 27th, 
35-year-old Sherry Domingo and 27-year-old Gregory Sanchez were found dead in Goleta. Gregory had not been tied up, and it is believed that he may have tried to defend himself. He was shot in the cheek and then bludgeoned. His head was wrapped in clothes. The last known murder didn't take place until May 4th of 1986. Wow. 18-year-old Janelle Cruz was found bludgeoned to death in her Irvine home. The crime was not connected to that of the original Night Stalker until years later. Like, 2001 later. Holy shit. That was when everything came together. Michelle McNamara coined the name the Golden State Killer so all of his crimes could be rolled into one identity. So, like, once they finally were like, hey. So what year was that 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 happened when she did that? So she did that in 2013. That's fucking crazy. So between 2001, when it was originally, like, hey, I think all of these are one person. Right. Throughout that time. But was that that just the uh, original Night Stalker? Or that was all... Like the so in 2001, they originally, and... yeah, in 2001, they originally connected the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker. Right. And then there was a police officer that before really, really thought that the Vesalia Ransacker and the um, East, East Area, Area Rapist, Rapist were, were the, the same, same person, person. Yeah. but nobody was listening to him. And finally, he was able to convince somebody like, Listen, this is one guy. And then once they did DNA, they put all of these together. Right. And we're like, holy shit. It's one person. This is all one person. That's like a pretty, it's weird, right? Because I I can't think of another serial killer who has like. A progression? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so th- there's like a, a evolution, like a, a timeline of, of him becoming worse. Mm-hmm. Like over time where, and, and, and like definitive steps where he was named different things because of what he was doing yeah uh it's and it's pretty crazy watching that like escalate over 10 years or so um yeah pretty much maybe a little bit longer 13 yeah uh yeah that's crazy to think about though that he just like started trying to spook people and then like for whatever reason that didn't do it and then like maybe it was just like the fear that he was getting off on, like, he got used to it. You know what I mean? Like, you get used to taking melatonin. Right. So it wasn't enough anymore. So it wasn't enough anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he had to step it up again, but this time almost because the fucking media challenged him to step it up. Yeah. And then he realized that, like, oh, shit, like, this is my new level of fear. Yeah. That I like there was to also invite. a couple before the first um, couple that was murdered, there was a couple that was attacked his first couple that was attacked in Southern California and they actually got away. So they both lived. So I don't know if that also made him be like, fuck, like, right. This isn't going to work. I'm going to need to start, you know, doing something else, not leaving any trace, right. no chance. Yep. You got to die. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, and- no, it doesn't seem like, or I can't think of any other serial killer where there was that progression or or alternatively mm-hmm. i wonder if almost every serial killer does go through a similar progression and you ju- we just haven't connected them and we just haven't connected them yeah right? well there was paul bernardo um who was the scarborough rapist you know before he got together with um homolka and they murdered her sister right yeah and he was like a serial rapist yeah. beforehand mm-hmm. right uh yeah i don't know it's just it just is well I feel like that's like a one-off thing almost, though. Yeah. And that wasn't connected. I don't think that was connected until after he was apprehended. Right. Where, like, this 
they were able to do it but like for like so do you think like john wayne gacy was like fucking around with people before he started murdering people probably i'm sure right and it just didn't get reported because it didn't get connected well i mean john wayne gacy did like essentially kidnap a lot of kids kids but like he'd keep them for a while and like handcuff them and then be like oh i was just kidding i was just kidding with you guys you can go home now yeah like (laughs) (laughs) so funny dude Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah i but this this one sticks out in particular just because of how definitive the the trail of progression is it Mm -hmm. seems like you know what i mean like there like he you know he like i said he started with just the burglaries and then the rape and then straight murder yeah it's crazy yeah it is it's a very it's very very interesting timeline i don't know how many cases not even just murder but just in general like does this guy belong to right it's insane right and if you're interested in seeing the timeline i got a lot of my info on the goldenstatekiller.com and they have a really good timeline I also realized when I cited my sources last episode that I forgot to mention the podcast put out by Wondery called The Man in the Window. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Highly recommend it. Wondery, everything they do is fucking great. Anyways. Sponsor us. <laughs> Stop. What? Nobody's going to listen to this and be like, mm, um, let me sponsor them. Why Especially not? a name like Wondery. Maybe we'll get HelloFresh. <laughs> maybe we will get HelloFresh. they deliver delicious food and meals easy to cook hello fresh to your door recipes included all right shut up so <laughs> it has been speculated by some investigators beforehand that they were connected but it was not proven until dna analysis that's i said that before sorry we we came back we had to come back anyway <laughs> In 2016, the FBI released further information related to the crimes, and a $50,000 reward was announced. Eventually, through the use of genetic genealogy searching on GED Match, investigators identified distant relatives of Joseph D'Angelo. Like, super distant. Great, 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 great grandfather, dating back to the 1800s. Why? Because you can fucking do that shit now. Yeah, but like, why would you want to do that? I mean, like a history of abuse. It or got them what he. No, they took his. The, so, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. they didn't All know right, who yeah. Joseph D'Angelo was. Right, and then they followed the tree. I yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. So they then built twenty-five different family trees, and using a process of elimination based on the suspect profile, like age, place of residence, they narrowed it down. Investigators worked tirelessly to collect connect DNA. Wow. What? It's just. You're reverse engineering a murderer. Right. That's fucking crazy. Right now. So they worked tirelessly to collect DNA to be able to confirm their findings. A sample collected from a car door and from a tissue taken from the curbside garbage barrels proved that they had their man. On April 24th, 2018, Sacramento County Sheriff's Department arrested 72-year-old Joseph D'Angelo at his home in Citrus Heights, which is literally where he originally started all of his that's crazy his, yeah like he was still living there he was still a part of did he have a family he did that's crazy yeah he had a wife and kids so he just like put this all mm-hmm. just he that i'm not that anymore mm-hmm. and just went on living his life mm-hmm. that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. so he what he 
Um, luckily, he was home alone, so, like, none of his family had to witness it. But, like, they arrested him and started taking him out in handcuffs. And he was like, um, I have a pot roast in the oven. <laughs> and fuck off. They're like, okay, we'll turn it off so there's not a fire. <laughs> I wonder what... Yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. Just, like, what his family's reaction was. I didn't write any of that down. That must have been fucking crazy. I mean, his wife divorced him. Well, yeah, but I just... Uh, imagine... Imagine... I mean, I can't... I don't know when they got married. But, like, imagine... It was in the first episode. Did, did, was it? I don't mm-hmm. remember. When That's okay. It? I don't remember when it was either. Right. <laughs> uh, they but, got married before he started all of this. So, before... I think... It was like seventy three, if I recall correctly. How? How do I recall that? No. Oh. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. You're really fucking good at putting on a facade. Is well, what but it like is. just in general, just like I don't know, you keep that. That's so much work. I can't. Yeah. I mean, that's like a whole different. I mean, there's like you know, like BTK did that, where he like oh so many. A, I mean, serial so killers in general. Did, yeah. yeah. But, like, that's just, that's so, his, that's the thing that's crazy about this guy. It's, like, the, just, like, the sheer volume mm-hmm. is fucking insane. Yeah. And, yeah, wow, that's fucking crazy. Man. And even, but even more so with other serial killers. Like, BTK had, like, an entire garage of, like, Fucked fucking. Up shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, crazy shit. Right. And then, I mean, Gacy... Yeah, like hello yeah like literally under his floor that's one wife that i'm like how do you not notice anything, anything. yeah especially the stink yeah i don't i don't know that blows my mind but yeah. yeah so um he was charged with eight counts of first degree murder unfortunately the statute of limitations has run out and he cannot be charged for any of the rapes he committed but he was able to be charged with related kidnapping and abduction charges When asked about his crimes, he says that they were committed by Jerry. He says, I didn't have the strength to push him out. He made me. He went with me. It was like in my head. I mean, he's part of me. I didn't want to do those things. I pushed Jerry out and had a happy life. I did all of those things. I destroyed all their lives. So now I've got to pay the price. So I don't know. I don't. I I couldn't find anything yet. If a psychologist, schizophrenic or something. Yeah, if someone not schizophrenic, I would say multiple personality disorder. Right. But um, I didn't find anything of a specialist being like, "Yep, that's what it is," or anyone, uh, you know, on the other side being like, like, "This seems like some some weird cop out." Yeah. Like where he's. He's almost trying to, like, absolve himself. I just don't think a mental illness like that could suddenly be turned off. Yeah, I mean, that too. Yeah. But just, it just, it does seem like a convenient way to not blame yourself for doing all those things. Right. Right, oh, I purged myself of that personality. Like, I'm not that per. That's not me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't rape all those people. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't. Well, so he did, I mean, he did say, like, I destroyed all of their lives. I did all of those things. Right, but, like... He's still, I mean, that's, like, after the fact, right? He's, like, Jerry did all those things. Mm -hmm. Like, no, fucking Jerry didn't do anything. There's no Jerry. It's just you, dude. Yeah. Like, don't fucking do that. On June 29th, 2020, Joseph D'Angelo pleaded guilty to 13 counts of murder and 13 counts of kidnapping. I just, I want to take a minute to talk about how ridiculous it is that this year, Mm -hmm. like, this year, like... A month ago. A month ago, now, this 
th- that case closed. Right. For the first, like, in the history of time that that's all gone on, mm-hmm. a month ago. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. 40 years of terror. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, look at where our science has come. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But just, like, thinking about... It's weird, because you displace all this time, right? Where, like, you you believe that, oh, serial killers are old stories. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh... This but, was fucking groundbreaking. Like, I remember when he was arrested. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, holy shit, like... Is this real life? Right, because they connected all these dots. And yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But I just, I just, it's crazy to think that something like that came to a head now. Right. Like, right now. Like, this year. Right. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Um, as part of his plea bargain, he admitted to numerous crimes that he hadn't been charged with, including many of the rapes. In an upcoming hearing, he will be sentenced to 11 counts of life without the possibility of parole to be served consecutively, as well as 15 concurrent life sentences. He's he, not going he's gonna, anywhere. He's, he's fucking gonna, 72. He's going to die like, in like mm-hmm. 10 years, mm-hmm. if that. Yeah. Yeah. You're dead. That sucks, though, that they caught him so late. It does. And it sucks that he like literally admitted like everything. I had a happy life. Right. He said he said he was like I pushed, you know, I pushed Jerry out and I had a happy life. Yeah, like, it's like great. fuck you, man. Wow. Yeah. That was a story. Mm-hmm. We probably could have done that in one episode. Maybe. You're right. Maybe not. I don't know. That would have been a long. It would have been extra. It would have been like an episode plus. Yeah. Yeah. That was good though. I kind of want to watch the hearing videos. I know. I actually didn't watch any of those. Yeah, I kind of want to see what what that's all about mm-hmm. like how he presents himself presents himself in like a courtroom yeah i also think it's going to be really weird looking back on it and give like 10 years when someone is researching this case again and they look back on everything that just happened as far as him being caught and all the hearings and stuff um during covid right and like it being weird. the way yeah because i did i mean i did look at some like pictures from it and like you know him in his mask and yeah right just fucking it's very of the time so weird yeah yeah that's crazy well yeah that was a solid episode do you have a cheers this week that we want to palate cleanser yeah i want you to go first though because my cheers is really dumb and simple because sometimes i can't be uh as emotionally invested in them why (laughs) because sometimes i just want to say cheers to something stupid and small and that's okay okay you can do that I'm gonna. Uh, I would like to cheers to... I didn't think about this. I never do. All right, fine. I always should. Don't laugh at mine. I'm gonna laugh. Yeah, you are. Actually, I'm gonna cheers to kayaking. No, you did that last week. Whatever, that shit was dope. (laughs) (laughs) Actual kayaking, that was a good time. Made me realize that I definitely want to kayak, and that it's like my preferred method of some kind of physical activity it outside. It doesn't count. We need to exercise regularly anyways. I know, but it does count. If it's something that's physically exhausting and I enjoy it, why is why can't that count? But if we kayak like two or three times a month, you can't be like, I get my physical exercise on a regular basis. I'm not saying that, but it's something physical that I don't do right now that I could do. Yeah, it's true. My like just get thighs out, just still to, hurt. To get outside. Yeah. It could be part of a regular exercise. Mm-hmm. So what's yours? Okay, so don't laugh. I can't promise anything. I'm like 
so excited that leopard print is back in fashion. What? <laughs> is it? It is. I'm not even kidding. You see leopard print everywhere. Like, I have a leopard print sweater now, and I have leopard print leggings now, and I had leopard print shoes for a while, and it's, like, really exciting. <laughs> you have a leopard print tattoo. I have a leopard print tattoo. Yeah, you yeah. do. But, like... It wasn't in for a while. It was a, it, it got a little tacky, and nobody was wearing leopard print, but now you see leopard print everywhere, and do, it's do really you? exciting. Yeah. I, maybe I guess I'm not part of the fashion circle. Do you want me to buy you a leopard print shirt? I could probably find one now. I really don't, <laughs> but you can continue enjoying that a, a pattern that I you very much I love enjoy. it. I'm so excited that it's in again. I can... I bought... I bought... Babe, did you see... That I bought a leopard print waffle maker? No. I did. I Why? found we it don't on need Amazon. A, we have a waffle maker. I know, maker. but I want to give that one to my mom. So I was looking. <laughs> well, so I was going to buy one for my mom. I'm learning all this information right now. <laughs> so I was going to buy one for my mom. And then I was looking at it. And the same exact one that we already have, they have it in leopard print. So I bought myself the leopard print one. And I was like, okay, mom, you can have my black one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's ridiculous. I have a leopard print phone case. It's great. It's in again. That is ridiculous. And it makes me, like, really excited. Well, yeah, you have it literally stapled on your body. Mm-hmm. So. It's true. It's there forever. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Leopard print. Well. Uh, it's the little things in life, man. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. The little things, like, where you can listen to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right? You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and subscribe to oh us. Oh, my God, I have a review. Oh, you do have a review. That's right. You're terrible at this. You always interrupt me. I got distracted. Yeah, you jerk. Um, so, Jerry Ace 751. Fuck, it's from Jerry. Oh, no. Yeah. Jerry left us the review. He knows. Shit. <laughs> um, but he says, keep up the good work, guys. Making murder adorable, which I don't mean as a thing, but telling murderous tales from a couple that also touch on relationships is cute. I think she meant as a bad thing. Or he meant as a bad thing and forgot a word. Maybe. Um, I'm not going to put words in this person's mouth. Which I don't mean as a thing. That's what I took it as. As a thing? Yeah. Like a little, like, I don't mean it as a thing. A little snap. And like a head bob. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because we always get excited again. I've said this so many times, but it just like, literally made like it makes our day. Yeah, if, like, we're, if we're not if we together, get, which we're normally not, like I'll screenshot it right away and, and be like, "Oh my god, babe!" Yeah, literally, <laughs> that's my life. But yeah, if you want to go rate and subscribe us on Apple, um, it definitely helps us get in front of more people. Um, you can find us anywhere podcasts can be listened to, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts now because Google Play Music is slowly dying a death. Even though I'm getting used to YouTube Music, I still don't like it as much as Google Play Music. But you can find us on Google Podcasts, which is a separate app, uh, Stitcher, all the fun stuff. So please go uh, listen to, subscribe so that you get all the notifications and stuff. Um, we do have a Patreon uh, that you can go to, and it's uh, patreon.com slash till death to us podcast. Um, we know that times are tough right now, but. Uh, anything that you can give us will just go directly into helping grow this podcast because it's something that we truly enjoy doing and we love giving you guys the best quality product that we can. Um, and, you know, we would like to upgrade our gear a little bit, become a little bit more profesh, <laughs> unull, because I don't do that. I don't fucking slice words. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, you can go there. You can also find uh, some of our merch, which someday, I swear to God, I'll put up new designs at uh, teespring.com slash stores slash till death do us podcast. Uh, and then you can always come hang out in our Facebook group or find us on Instagram, even though we're terrible at posting on Instagram. I just am too old for social media, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. I think everyone says Facebook is for old people and that's all I use. You gotta get on the Instagram too. Damn it! I even hopped back on Twitter for a while. I downloaded Twitter the other day. Actually, I don't know how to use it. Yeah, it's just it's Facebook statuses. I don't know. It is. is it? Yeah, it's 140 character limited Facebook statuses. It seems. That's all it is. Difficult. So like, Twitter. And, and the Inst- way the thread looks, like the retweeting and stuff, it's just very. Yeah. Unorganized. Yeah. Well, so like, I feel like, Instagram and Twitter are parts of Facebook that have been separated out where like Instagram is just the pictures and Twitter is just the statuses. Although you can do pictures too, but it's less prevalent. On yeah. But Twitter. Instagram, you can also do, you can also write stuff. Yeah. But it's not like nobody's going to put like a picture of like how their day yeah, went but or if like you a want meal. Them both Facebook has that. I know, but it's just easier one. If you want one or the other, there's too much. Yeah. It's a lot. Look guys, anyway, guys, let's all just go back to MySpace. No, it was a terrible time. We can all... Uh, Emo scene kids. Yeah. We can all we can pick our top eight. HTML, all of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And make your... Customize your page and put mm-hmm. music in the background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was so much fun. When you, like, put music to your crush in the background of your MySpace page and waited for them to notice. He never noticed. Never noticed? No. Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Clearly. Of course it was you. Right, Yeah. So I'm the only man you've ever liked. Uh, but yeah, you can you can find us there. Um, please come hang out in the Facebook. We love seeing the interaction there. And um, we do try to post every once in a while. And mostly it's just memes or whatever. But if you guys want to start discussions or you have other things that you'd like to talk about, feel free. Um, yeah. And I think that's about it. Oh, and you can email us at till death to us podcast at gmail.com. It's true. Even though nobody ever does. Which is fine. Because who, who does that anymore? It's like snail mail. But uh, yeah, that was another great episode. I'm glad we wrapped up this two-parter. I'm excited to see what's next. I know that the serial killers, I think, are more intense for you because there's just so much more to cover. There, it's, it's not that there's so much more to cover. It's just that there's so many different branches for me to get the information from. from like right. smaller cases... I have a very minimal amount of articles that I find that I can read where like serial killers I go down like fucking rabbit holes and I am just in it burrowed in there for a while yeah. and um I mean I love it like that's what I do I know. anyways yeah but um there's just so many different sources for me to get the information from and putting it all together is just um, takes a little bit longer yeah when you have a toddler up your ass all day <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful toddler that we love very much we do we do <laughs> but anybody that has a toddler right now completely understands yeah um, or who has had kids. Anyway, um, you know, I think that wraps it up for us. So I'm Matt. And I'm Michelle. And I just want to remind you guys, hey, don't murder each other. <laughs> <laughs>